All right, a little bit of breaking news. Joe Manchin, the moderate Democrat senator from West Virginia, has announced that he will not seek re-election. Now, I, I guess my thought is, does that mean he could potentially be bandying about a, a, a third-party run for president? Very possible. Uh, or he's just done. Uh, but but hot off the presses, Joe Manchin says he will not seek re-election for his Senate seat in West Virginia in 2024. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. We have any texts? Want to get to a couple of those real quick before before we get to our next topic? Um, what do we got on the text line? <laughs> we do got a couple. Uh, one says, Nikki Haley with Tim Scott as VP, hands down winner. Mm. It's from an Oakland County independent. Okay. And <laughs> there's one that says, I love Nikki Haley, but if she wants to win primary, she'd better pack on about 200 pounds and paint herself orange. All right. <laughs> That's oh my God. <laughs> They're ruthless. They're ruthless. Look, there's no doubt that Donald Trump is is by far the leader of the pack. Like, he's lapped them at this point. But I'm just saying that I think Nikki Haley should start being in that conversation. I, I've seen enough. To me, Nikki Haley is the most serious candidate on that stage last night. She was at least the most sincere. I think there are cases where Ron DeSantis looks like a robot. And look, it's not anything against him. It just feels phony in yeah. some instances. Yeah, if it's done, if you don't feel real. I think Tim Scott yeah. suffers from that a little bit. Not as much. I think Vivek Ramaswamy is more about the 30 to 40 to 50 second soundbite that he can generate. And look, very smart guy, very articulate, um, and very powerful in the way he speaks. But this whole, like, junior Trump shtick... Um, I I think that trying to replicate Donald Trump is very difficult. There's only one of those. And that's at least sincere. Yeah. This, this feels a little manufactured and Chris Christie, you know, God bless Chris Christie. I I don't, I don't know what he's doing. It feels like a (laughs) colossal waste of time. It feels like, it just feels like a waste of money. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, he's certainly moderate, but it just, it doesn't feel like there's a, there's a place for that. Uh, real quick, let's go out to Edward in Lincoln Park. What's up, Edward? Hi, Chris. I agree that Nikki Haley could be an excellent candidate for the office that could bring in the kind of non-Republican support that they would need to win the the election. Uh, Trump, he, he won't support anybody but Trump. If he doesn't get the nomination, he'll go for a third party and he'll split the ticket and he'll still go over to the liberals. He could be the king maker or the queen maker. He could give his blessing to another candidate that's got a better shot of winning the general election Mm -hmm. and having it be a Republican Party win. But he won't do it because he wants to be the king and he can't carry the national ticket. And that's what's got us doomed, Edward. I think that's a that's a it's a good point. Um, again, I think a lot needs to happen between now and then, but um, I think a lot of people feel that way. I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people, especially in Donald Trump's corner, would say, "Well, this is a guy who's got a track record. This is a guy who's got a built-in base, 
and it's going to be very hard to go up against it. And I couldn't argue that. But I just think when it comes down to who's serious and who isn't, Donald Trump is a serious contender because he garnered 74 million votes in 2020 in a situation where the deck was completely stacked against him. And by the deck being stacked against him, I mean you had Hollywood, you had actors and actresses, you had musicians. They were all forming a coalition to help him. I mean, you had the cast of old uh, uh, TV shows that have been off the air for 10 years come back and do you know, reunion specials to raise money for the DNC and Joe Biden. I mean, that, that has never happened before. I mean, it's never happened, that type of, of coalition. So I think it's different, but I think Donald Trump with the built-in base, with the war chest, is a serious candidate. I think Nikki Haley, based on her policy, I think based on her demeanor, I think based on her experience, it makes her a legitimate candidate. Um, 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. Uh, if you're on the line, hold tight. I'll get back to your calls momentarily. I do want to throw this into the mix because we've talked a lot about electric vehicles and what the future looks like. And, and in my mind, uh, there is a certain need for an infrastructure in place for people really to look at it and say, all right, I'm ready to, to, to jump into the deep end with with both feet. Well, now there's a new grant funding program that's coming to the city of Detroit that's going to be able to install fast chargers at a number of different businesses at a hugely reduced cost. It's very exciting, I think, for a lot of those businesses that could land these. Jennifer Mefford the national co-chair of the Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Training Program, and she joins us. Uh, Jen, good afternoon. Hey, Chris. How are you? I'm great. Talk to me a little bit about, about this program. Yeah, so we've talked about this and the importance of having more infrastructure in place is really going to alleviate the range anxiety that some people are still feeling related to EVs. So I'm excited to um, share a couple of opportunities that are happening. And we're going to see more and more of this in the, in the coming months. Um, and, and certainly as we move through 2024, um, these are some of the first ones coming to market. Detroit District 2030 recently announced um, a partnership with the State of Michigan Office of Future Mobility and Electrification to uh, bring 10 different level two charging stations to 10 different locations in and around the city of Detroit, as well as two DC uh, fast charger opportunities. As you said, um, those are at a, a definitely a reduced cost. This program covers installation, site assessment, all those things that facility owners and building owners are going to need to make great decisions about charging. Um, the application process is open right now uh, for this program uh, at 2030districts.org slash Detroit. And uh, if you think about, Chris, office buildings, museums, restaurants, multifamily, houses of worship, education, educational sites, retail, in and around the city of Detroit, um, this is just another layer of charging infrastructure that will, again, alleviate consumers' range anxiety. Well, again, I mean, all of these businesses, depending on on really when we see the, the, the EV boom, I mean, they're all going to need this infrastructure. They're all going yeah. to need these charging systems and, and stations. And, um, and look, because of where we are in the world, we drive. We drive here. So people are going to drive these things. And they're going to need a place to charge when they get to their destination. So um, it's very exciting. I, I have to imagine there are there are still options 
um, like this for people all around the country as as this infrastructure yeah. goes in place? Yeah, there really are. And, and the other exciting announcement, you know, is the Lake Michigan circuit, and that is really to support coastal oh, yeah. tourism. And that's, you know, 1,100 miles of, of shoreline around mm-hmm. Lake Michigan, right? And this is a partnership between Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Indiana to put charging stations level two and fast charging yeah. all around those tourism towns. You know, we want to we want to be able to experience our state, yep. our beautiful state of Michigan, exactly as we would in a in an ICE vehicle. No doubt. With our EV. Uh, Jen, Jen Mefford with the Electrical Vehicle Infrastructure Training Program. Thank you so much for your time as always. We'll talk again next week. Thanks, Chris. All right, got to take a break. More next on JR Afternoon.